Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Today, we are supposed to be jumping into a guest interview, but honestly, guys, it's just been a rough couple of weeks in Austin. We've had South by Southwest. We had Dell Match Play. We had Spring Break. It was Evan's birthday. I've had new clients. And on top of all of that going on, our beloved old home, my grandparents' old house, has decided that it is time for a bunch of weird things to happen again. So if you don't know, Evan and I bought my dad's childhood bungalow from my dad and uncle in East Austin in 2018. And if you've ever lived in an older home, like this house is 100 years old at at this point, then you probably can empathize with the joys and also the fears of living in an old house because there's you can't help it. There's always this idea in the back of your mind that something else is just about to go wrong. And I know that doesn't really flow with the whole manifestation thing and and ideology, but that's just kind of how it is living in an old house. But it's also part of the charm, right? So this week, our water pressure's down, the wiring to light fixtures stopped working, the spring in our back door busted, I mean, you name it. So I decided to take a note from my own teachings, and I'm just going to take it easy this weekend. So here I am, 6 o'clock the night before this goes live, and I'm just going to shoot from the hip here because there is a topic that's come to mind this afternoon that's just more aligned with my energy right now, more so than a guest podcast interview. So with that, I want to address some big picture concerns about manifestation. And I also want to do a quick summary on the laws that we just did because that's also come up for me. So the inspiration for today's episode just came when I got a few comments from listeners that were saying that they were overwhelmed with the idea of remembering all the universal laws that we just covered. So they're wondering, how do they all work together? How do you remember all of them? How do you utilize them to your benefit? So even though I'm sure some of y'all might be tired of hearing about these laws, I'm going to give you a quick high-level overview to hopefully tie it all in for you and also just address what's been on my mind, that big picture manifestation topic that I want to loop in. Okay, so let's jump into just a quick overview of those 12 laws that we covered. This is going to be super quick for each of them. And like I said in the previous episodes, remember that all of these laws expand upon one another, right? They all pull from nuances of of each other law within the spectrum or within the webbing. So instead of thinking about these in a linear fashion, really just think of these as different points within a spider web. They are all interconnected. They all interact with one another. And some of them pull from one another to create this entire structure. 
And to be totally honest, I don't know why there are 12. I really don't. (laughs) And I also don't know why we couldn't pare this down to eight. Like, I feel like the law of vibration and attraction are super similar. I also feel like the laws of cause and effect and compensation and even divine oneness are super similar. And perpetual transmutation and rhythm and relativity. I mean, I do feel like some of these could have been looped in together. But there has to be a reason that they're separate, right? And I think the reason there might just be to draw attention to the nuances of each of the subtle differences. That way, we might be able to pick up on more of the lessons that we might have overlooked. So that's how I have to look at it. So if you're wondering why some of these are just so damn similar, I don't know. I really don't. All this to say, don't put too much emphasis on these laws, okay? Don't let these things be your end-all, be-all. I have to memorize all of these. I have to be doing them all day, every day. Let's not get overwhelmed. Let's not stress ourselves out. I don't even have all of these memorized all the time. I always have to reference and refresh my mind because there's 12 of them, right? And these are just meant to be guidelines. I'd much rather you incorporate one at a time when it feels right as opposed to trying to memorize them and just force them into your life every day. And honestly, I feel like the whole purpose of these laws are just don't be shitty people. (laughs) I mean, it's really that easy. I mean, yes, they also encourage us to be brave and resilient and to associate with good things and increase our vibe. And so long as you're not acting like a quote-unquote Karen of our generation, then you should be doing great. Just be kind to others, be kind to yourself, and that's really all you need to do. But if you are wanting a refresher anyway, let's dive in. The first was the law of divine oneness, and this encourages us to focus on our interconnectedness with creation. Every thought, action and event is connected by a common thread. And we are all one with source and our individual selves, as well as our collective consciousness, is what creates the experiences that shape our world. So everything that we do individually determines what happens in our life. And everything we do as a collective determines what happens in the world, like peace or war. You can also look at it as the same divinity in me is also in you, no matter your religious or non-religious beliefs. We are all connected by that source of creation. So knowing this, when you send your love and compassion to others, you are also sending it back to yourself. And the same can be said with hate. So quite literally, treat others as you want to be treated, and you can manifest the kinds of relationships you want. The second is the law of vibration. This states that everything has a vibrational frequency because everything is constantly in motion. So every object, thought, emotion, opportunity, friend, boss, coworker, everything and everyone in our lives is attracted to us based on our own frequency or our cellular motion. So to use this law to your advantage, become mindful of the frequencies that you tend to operate with and that you tend to attract, so you can alter your habits accordingly. So be mindful of where you're at. The next is the law of action, or inspired action. This states that you cannot manifest the things you want without doing something, or better said, without putting your thoughts to action. So manifestation requires taking steps. It requires progress towards success. It won't just fall on your lap. And not just a plan of action, but inspired action. So the things you know in your heart that you're supposed to be doing. So to utilize this law, ask yourself what you've always wanted to do, what you felt compelled to do, but you've put off because you're afraid or you have doubts. 
So a daily question you can ask yourself to stay in tune with this is, does this action, decision, or indecision serve my highest self? Does this bring me closer to or further from fulfillment? And if you practice this enough, then you will get to a point where you can live according to the will of the universe without second-guessing. This is the power of being in flow. The fourth is the law of correspondence, which focuses on your internal environment. So we manifest what we feel. We create our reality from within. So the patterns in our lives that are showing up are likely a reflection of an internal belief. So to use this law, when you find yourself in bad situations, ask yourself what the pattern is that's showing up and what is that trying to teach you about yourself or what needs to be healed within you. And then that will help you avoid that in the future so that you can get your future back on track by healing today what needs to be healed. So this is essentially the law that encourages you to uncover limiting beliefs. The next is the law of cause and effect. And this states that what goes around comes around. For every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. So if you want to manifest a better life, you have to create a catalyst for change. So to use this law, become mindful of the actions and reactions you're putting out into the world because you will receive the same back to you. The next is law of compensation, which ties in very closely with the previous law of cause and effect. This states that you will be compensated for everything that you do. All the effort you give, the actions you take, the things you say, how you feel, all of this will determine how you are being compensated in return. So what you give you get. To utilize this law, determine what rewards you want to manifest for yourself and then go out there and put that into the world. Find ways to give that similar reward to others. So the difference between compensation and cause and effect is that compensation is giving of the change and cause and effect is the result of the change. The next is law of attraction. And this focuses on our ability to attract things to ourselves that align with who we are, our core, our vibration, our identity. We can become a vibrational match for the things that we want to bring closer to us. So to utilize this law, focus on how you can increase your vibration. So monitor and change the inner dialogues that you have or the negative thoughts you have. Meditate often and focus on bringing more things into your life that feel good and refreshing and not draining. So the difference between the law of vibration and the law of attraction is that law of vibration just is. It requires mindfulness of what is, where you're at. The law of attraction is how to utilize where you're at to shift into a higher vibration. So one is the mindfulness of the is, the being. The other one is the shifting into something new. The law of perpetual transmutation of energy states that energy is constantly moving and transferring. And this transfer of energy allows us to transform things like excitement into ideas, love into creativity, anger into physical exertion, or to take your positive mood and to impact someone else in a negative mood. So utilizing this law, we can transform the constant states of energy within us to work for us, or impacting that thoughts, emotion, and behavior cycle. You can harness your positive emotions while you're experiencing them, and transfer that vibration to art or a painful memory or anything else that needs a boost of positive energy. Harnessing that and transferring it to something else that might need it more. And to distance yourself from those who bring your energy down, 
because their negative transmutation of energy is affecting you. Next is the law of relativity. This states that everything in your life is neutral. There is no right or wrong. So with this perspective in mind, we know everyone will experience challenges in life as a way to encourage growth and transformation, because it just is. It's a way to level up. There is no good or bad. It just is. It's neutral. So utilizing this law to our advantage means learning to appreciate the obstacles in our way and view them with more love and compassion or understanding and allowing us to raise our awareness and vibration, which is going to allow us to attract things to ourselves, utilizing the law of attraction, right? In other words, stress less and appreciate the ride because that's going to be better for your vibration, for what's going on internally. Because this law tells us to not take anything personally. It's all neutral. Nothing is happening to you. Everything is happening for you. And that subtle shift makes all the difference in the world when it comes to manifesting the things that you want. The next is the law of rhythm. And that states that everything is cyclical and changes always around the corner. So this rhythmic law represents the effortless flow of things, the cyclical nature of life around us. So utilizing this law, we can learn to appreciate all phases of life, even the ones that are here to force us to grow. So allowing us to raise our mindfulness and vibration by letting go and letting source or go with the flow. So it ties in very closely with relativity. Relativity is all is neutral. Rhythm is all is also cyclical. The law of polarity states that polar opposites of the same always exist. This law represents the potential for another reality to come to fruition at all times, no matter where you are. In other words, this is the law of opposites. So using this law, we can learn to appreciate the good and the bad because they're one in the same spectrum. So when we focus on the opposite of our situation, we can gain perspective and lessons that'll help us gain clarity so that next time when we swing the pendulum in the other direction, we're able to bring these new insights into that situation, which will allow us to raise our vibrational set point, helping us manifest the things that we want in the future. And the last one is the law of gender. And that states that everyone and everything has both masculine and feminine energies within us that have nothing to do with sex. And our goal in life is to strike a balance between the two. So it's the ability in each of us to pull from the knowledge and the knowing. And the person who masters both masculinity and femininity will align themselves with the things they want to manifest. So to utilize this law, note where you're leaning too heavily into one energy or another and find ways to creatively bring in the opposite energy into that task. So there you have it. That is a quick Well, maybe not so quick, but that was a (laughs) quick-ish summary of the 12 universal laws. So hopefully that gives you a little bit more perspective, a little bit more clarity on how they interact with one another, how they're slightly different, but also how they're in many ways the same. The next thing I want to talk about is the big picture of manifestation, because this ties in with the idea of desiring to know all the laws. So this is something that just hit me today as I was thinking about not only these laws, but the comments I've gotten about it's a little overwhelming. I'm trying to do all these things. I'm a little confused. I'm a little stressed. So I really want to focus on this today. And when you can understand what I'm about to say and you can really embrace this idea, you will start to find things clicking for you so much faster, so much easier. So here it is. The biggest tip I have in manifestation 
is to experiment. Use your best judgment, your intuition. Lately, I feel like on social media, on Facebook and TikTok and really anywhere, I just see a lot of people saying things like, well, if you want to manifest, you can't drink alcohol. You can't eat meat. You have to cut out every single toxic person in your life. You have to be an entrepreneur. You have to do this. You have to do that. It's always, this is the rule book for manifestation. And I don't agree with those ultimatums. And I also don't agree with just blanket statements. Because if you feel like you can manifest all the things that you want and still drink a bottle of wine at night and order Chinese food from down the street and binge watch season two of Bridgerton, then more power to you. Because if you believe it, then you are right. That's it. What you believe is true for you. And also, I just described my weekend, so shout out if that's you also. (laughs) Experiment with different manifestation techniques and ideas and mindsets. That's okay. And find out what works well for you. This whole podcast is based on what has worked for me or what has worked for others. And there are some that I talk about that I don't personally use because I have other tools that work better for me but I know that they work phenomenally well for friends of mine. All of these ideas are just for you to try on. I bring these to you in this podcast so that you can maybe see what feels right. Maybe there's one thing in all my podcasts that that resonates with you. Great. Try that one thing. See how it fits with you in your life. I personally love visualization. That really helps me step into the confidence I need, the identity of someone that is confident because I've seen my future happen for me. I've seen what I desire, so I know it's possible. That's really helpful for me. But I know that there are plenty of people out there that don't like visualization or that struggle with it. And that's okay. Maybe you like journaling better. Maybe you like meditating better. Maybe just like going for runs better. You know, I don't know. There is no right or wrong. Experiment. And if anyone ever tries to tell you that they have the only way to manifest the things you want or the best way or the only book you'll ever need for manifestation, they're full of shit. (laughs) And I hope I haven't said that in any of my podcast episodes, but I don't think I have. And if I did, then I was full of shit. Manifestation encourages creativity and exploration and experimentation and individualization. It's not meant to be this one blanket, one one size fits all. So don't worry about knowing all of these laws by heart. Don't worry about trying the new technique that's really trendy. Don't worry if you feel like you fucked something up because you you can't. Unless you give it that energy. If you feel like you fucked up, then maybe, you know, that'll bring that energy to you. But if you don't think about it, then you didn't. So if you forgot to journal or you forgot to meditate or show gratitude, whatever, right? It's whatever works for you. Whatever works well within your life. Manifestation is this culmination of who you're becoming, the mindset you're forming, the identity you are embracing. It's all of the things that you're doing. So as long as whatever you're doing feels right and good to you, and it feels in alignment, then you are on the right path. I've always loved that Catherine Zinkina says, you are always on the right path. That is so, so true. Another quote that I love is Gabby Bernstein's, the universe has your back. Yes, Your journey is your own, and whatever you find works for you is your truth. So if you're getting stressed out about all the tips and tricks out there, just do one thing. Can you try one thing and just see if that makes you happy? And if the answer is yes, great. Maybe you keep it around for a while. If the answer is no, you're not really feeling it, set it down. Pick something else up. Explore. Experiment. See what you like. This journey is about finding things that inspire you and implementing them. And then finding things that you can do consistently 
to help you get to where you want to be, to help you cultivate that mindset that's going to help you manifest the things you want. We're all in this journey together. We're all rowing in the same direction. You are your own master manifester, and you get to be creative. You get to customize your life's experience. So I hope this helps you. I hope this helps gives you a sense of agency over your own manifestation journey because you are completely in control. And there's no such thing as doing it right. There's no such thing as doing it wrong. You're just doing and being, more importantly. So if you take nothing else away from today's episode, it's this. You can't fuck it up. Just do what feels right. And as long as you're doing what feels right to your core and your intention is there, then you are on the right path. And if I ever made you feel like something was right or wrong in manifestation, then I was full of shit too. You are your own best manifester. You know what's best. So always keep that in mind and allow this to trump any other stupid things I may have said in the podcast. (laughs) So I will leave you with that. You are your own master manifester. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave me a review. Much love to you for doing that. And if you want to screenshot this episode, post it to your story on Instagram and tag me. I will share it to my stories as well. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a phenomenal rest of your week. Go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank you all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.